Hello, everyone. This is Tom Kelly, Executive Director and CEO of Automation Alley. Welcome to Factory Reboot, our podcast on the fourth industrial revolution, also known as Industry 4.0, and its impact on the manufacturing industry. You can follow Factory Reboot on SoundCloud, iTunes, or at automationalley.com forward slash factory reboot. You can also follow us on Twitter at Automation Alley. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Christopher Martin, Director of Engineering at Robert Bosch. Chris is an innovator and entrepreneur specializing in the intersection of internet and embedded technology. We're delighted to have you here. Welcome, Chris. Thank you very much for having me today. Oh, well, we're happy to have you. So you just presented to uh, a group here at Automation Alley in one of our tech takeover series uh, on artificial intelligence in the factory of the future. Uh, That sounds pretty ominous, but we'll get into that in just a minute. As a global leader in connected industry, you know, so what are some of the latest trends Bosch is seeing in AI as it relates to manufacturing? And, and, And related to that, how is AI being used today in factories and how do you envision it being used in the future? Sure, I think it's it's an excellent question, and, and one of the things that we talked about today is actually maybe the opposite of of ominous. We're quite uh, excited about the opportunities around he, around this, and it has to do not, I think, with um, the chances of, of augmenting um, what we do, what humans do in, in the factory. So when we're um, whether we're trying to diagnose problems or make things more efficient, you know, how can we increase human perception capabilities through artificial intelligence, specifically leveraging audio capabilities? That was one thing that we really tried to highlight today. Um, for example, some of the things that we were doing around automatically detecting faults or issues that come up uh, in workflows or in factory lines, uh, these are the type of, of experiments that we're already seeing successful results in uh, at, the th- uh, at this point. So did I hear you correctly in the presentation today that you're working with Carnegie Mellon on some of this technology? Yes, absolutely. So they're an important collaboration partner for us in a number of different dimensions. One thing that we highlighted is a study that we're doing together with them about looking at acoustic emissions that are inherent in the process of additive manufacturing, specifically in in metals-based additive manufacturing, uh, and then being able to optimize the very complicated process variables that are associated with that and to potentially better understand this very complex manufacturing process. Wow. It, that is really cool stuff. This is really cool stuff. So so a lot of the presentation today focused on audio pattern analysis and the additive manufacturing process that you just alluded to. Can you walk us through how these capabilities can actually help manufacturers? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of different initiatives that Bosch has uh, internally and not just around audio. Uh, so my team, as part of our corporate research facility in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we mentioned we work together with Carnegie Mellon University as a very important partner, uh, but there's researchers and scientists and engineers all over the globe that are working on AI as part of our Bosch Global Center for uh, Artificial Intelligence. And really the manufacturing use cases and applications and benefits that we're seeing are really the pilot, really the the avant-garde of things that we're doing. So again, a lot of this stuff is really about making data-driven decisions and being able to identify inefficiencies, reduce faults, detect anomalies, and across a wide range of, uh, of manufacturing applications. Uh, and I think that this is one of the most exciting things that we're, that we're seeing, the promise of, of AI, the promise of machine learning in these techniques, and really working together with the plants themselves 
I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Bosch at its at its heart, you know, we we talk about you know us being a sensor company, an IoT company, mm-hmm. but we make things, right? We make stuff all over the planet. And so God bless you for that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And so and we make things right here in the United States. Some of our lead plants, um, you know, whether it's in Charleston or in Anderson. And, and these are the, 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 the domain experts, the manufacturing engineers. Those are our partners working together with our AI specialists and AI experts, helping to interpret that data, helping to make sense of all those the, the, this technology. So, so you talk about AI, artificial intelligence, um, machine learning. Um, that all is predicated on getting to um, the ability to actually get the data and, and, and make good decisions and create the right algorithms. How close are we to an autonomous uh, factory, and and what are the barriers to getting there from from a manufacturer's perspective? Mm-hmm. I think that we can talk about an autonomous factory similarly to when we talk about an autonomous vehicle, right? There's different levels, there's different functions that one can automate, um, and so I don't know about I, I can't really speak to say hey when will be an, an entire factory run itself, and I don't know if that's necessarily something that that we look at as as, as a goal. Um, one of the things within Industry 4.0 in general, and it may have heard some of my colleagues talk about this is we really look at placing the human at the center uh, of that the operator the engineer um, at the center of that and so how can we help them do their job better not necessarily about replacing them uh, more but more about augmenting their capabilities um, and so to your, your question about where are their automation opportunities I think it's really about saying hey look you know why are we testing this thing multiple times when we really only need to t- test it once why are we uh, how can we combine the domain expertise of a manufacturing engineer who can look at that data and then say oh this makes sense or let's investigate this further or now I can better understand why this defect is manifest manifesting itself so again combining the 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 best of human intelligence as well as that machine intelligence that can just look at so many more data points simultaneously and advise a human or advise a process engineer uh, on, on how to better improve that uh, yeah that, that you, manufacturing you share our outlook on the world which is AI, machine learning, it's going to augment the role of humans and make them much more productive and actually um, allow us to do a lot more with a lot less. Yep. And, that, and that's yep. really important. Yeah, and that's absolutely Bosch's uh, view. I, I don't just speak for myself in, in, in that capability. And I really appreciate that. I've worked for Bosch for maybe for almost, almost 20 years now in various capacities. Um, and you really see that, that, that human element um, come, out, come across and, and place that in so much of the work that we do. Fantastic. So the, the last question I have for you today, Chris, and by the way, this is really good. I, I really enjoy having you with us today. How will robots and AI impact the U.S. labor economy, in your opinion? Sort of what will the relationship between humans and robots look like in the future? The reason why I ask this to you is it is probably one of the most asked questions I get from people in academia, in government, uh, in the legislators uh, uh, up in Michigan, uh, uh, um, in Lansing, and they all come at it from a point of fear that says, oh, my gosh, robots are coming and, and the autonomous factory is coming. What's your take on that? You live in this space yeah. every day. So let me, I, I would say, let me predicate this, make sure that I give my absolutely my own opinion on this. Yeah. Uh, and that opinion is very optimistic, I have to say. So now, mind you, I, of course, I'm, a, I'm an engineer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a scientist. So, um, you know, perhaps it's also skewed because I'm, I'm um, you know, working, you know, on, I'm privileged enough to work in, the, say, the R&D sector. Um, but I kind of reflect back to this. I, I can't 
remember exactly. It was in the 1910s, one of the most famous economists of all time, you know, John Maynard Keyes. You know, he wrote this treatise, and he said, you know, in the future, you know, people will work maybe 20 hours a week and only if they want to. Right. You know, yeah, so a right. little bit under this thing of everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. Right. We've always been fearful, whether going back to that time or the cotton gin or whatever, that like automation will, will, will somehow replace humans. And in some till now, it's mm-hmm. never happened. And somehow I believe that, that, that there will always be a need that human ingenuity will always be able to build upon itself with this automation, with this mm-hmm. technology, if we do it properly. Right. I'm not right. trying to say that we run this thing unchecked. And I think that is also clearly embedded in this. The for life mission, mm-hmm. you know, for Bosch, that we want to do this, um, you know, for the benefit of, yeah. of humanity, uh, not to the certainly not to the the, the, the detriment. But I, I firmly believe that this will create more and more opportunities, just as it always has up until right. this point. And I think John Maynard Keynes predicted uh, Uber. Because <laughs> right? he yeah. said, you know, you're going to work 20 hours a week and only if you want to. Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot like uh, the gig economy. Yeah. Right? And, and we also touched upon a little bit of that today, too, is um, around not when we talk about the gig economy, a lot of times we refer to um, uh, car sharing service mm-hmm. or ride sharing services. Um, but there's also very much the rise of the information gig economy, too, about how people can contribute uh, to to uh, hu- developing human knowledge, you know, on a, and regardless of where they are on the planet, and this we absolutely see is key to how this combination of machine and human intelligence will be combined for a greater good. I mean, if you think about it, there is no machine intelligence without human intelligence. The AI only knows that's an orange or that's a cat or that's a dog because some human somewhere told it that. That's right. So robots and machines and automation, artificial intelligence will only be as intelligent as we make it and will only uh, benefit uh, humanity in the ways that we choose to apply it. That's right. In fact, it'll always be artificial. (laughs) <laughs> right, what we teach it. Well, well this, this was awesome. awesome. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Uh, and for those listening, remember, Automation Alley's tech takeovers take place on Wednesdays here at our headquarters at, in Troy, Michigan. Uh, we also have the ability to do live streaming, so you can tune right in. Uh, and not even leave your desk. Get a cup of coffee, tune in with us, watch these uh, tech takeovers, and come hear from industry experts like Chris as they discuss the latest opportunities and challenges related to Industry 4.0. Again, if you like what you heard today, subscribe to Factory Reboot on SoundCloud, iTunes, or at automationalley.com forward slash factory reboot. See you next time.